Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the New European Podcast brought to you in association with Progress, the centre-left Labour pressure group, changing Labour policy, stopping a Tory hard Brexit, marching for a people's vote, your remain home in Labour. Steve, how are you doing? I'm alright. Good. I'm, I'm clinging, barely clinging on. Barely clinging on, like, good. Just like our beloved Prime Minister. And country. Um, so Steve is and here. Country, he, yeah. he will be uh, chatting about the news. There's not been a great deal in the news. No, it's really been quite a week. Um, and then Jerry. Jerry Christmas. Jerry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. She has got, she's never heard that before. She's got she? her baubles on. Yes. And she is uh, going to be joining us to talk about um, the top of the Christmas wish list for each of our dear party leaders. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we will do, as always, of course, Brexiteer, the Brexiteer of, the, of week. the Week. There's some surprise candidates in the Brexiteer of the Week. I, I can, can tell you now. hardly wait. But first... Yes. Theresa May. Well... Yes. She survives. The can has kicked once yeah. again. So let's do a little timeline. Shall so, we? Yeah, so Monday. Monday, yeah. We were expecting more debate. Yeah, No. then no debate. And, and a vote on Tuesday. Yeah. And then we were told that that vote was, there was a, an emergency cabinet conference call. Yes. I would got this great vision of, like, you know... Members of the cabinet have been a bit caught out by this and are still in their pyjamas in the kitchen. Or, Do you think they were Skyping? Or maybe even, <laughs> maybe like, you know, um, Gavin Williamson in the bath. Playing with his spider. Do you reckon he has a fireplace in his bathroom? Almost certainly. Yeah, every yeah. room. Do you think he gives Kronos a little wash? <laughs> I don't know. It's little, Do you, it's you little wash, spider legs. You wash tarantulas. Can you wash a tarantula? If, any, if there are any spider husbandry... Uh, experts out there among new, new European leader, readers, please uh, give us a give us a. Well, how a, a, would you dry them? Because dogs, I mean, you're with a hair dryer, or is they're the, quite you, hairy, aren't they? they tarantulas, are, they are hairy. Uh, you, you, I mean, is there a tarantula grooming? Do you, do you, do you take them to the, the tarantula grooms? grooming service? I don't know. I bet they hate a bath, don't they? Because I used to have this being little, all lathered up. I used to have this little poodle. Did you? And um, was it the poodle from last week's extremely tedious Gwyneth Paltrow anecdote? Yes, yes, no, it was. No, it no, that wasn't. was Gwynny's dog. No, oh, that no. was Gwynny's dog. Okay. The, this this dog was uh, well, still is called um, <laughs> Obi Wan Kadog. Obi Wan. Oh right, okay. Like Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um, and it's clever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't name him, and um, he's a tiny little toy poodle. And he came to the groomers, and he'd come back looking like you know one of the show po- poodles. Yes. So could you do that with a trench? The little puff balls around the bottom of the legs. Do, yeah. and, well, I'm sure that Kronos is much loved. 
by Kevin. I think he is, yeah. And uh, and I'm sure he looks after him very well. Well, he does, yeah. He feeds him backbenchers. <laughs> There's quite a few that he'd probably like to feed well, him 117. to. 117. 117 of them. The nasty men. <clears throat> so so we were going to have a vo- we we're going to have more debate. Yeah. Then she pulled the then she pulled the vote, didn't she? Let's just stop Could on I, that point. I wish I had thought of pulling my geography O level in 1983 <laughs> when I knew I was going to fail that a couple of days before. So, but you know, she's one up on me there. Go on. She is. I thought that it was a fairly despicable thing to do to to set that debate going and then pull it. John Burko was his little face was furious. He was very upset, discourteous. I think he called it, didn't he? He did. I yeah. think it was a bit more than that. And, and actually, Jeremy Corbyn, who I'm no great fan of um, in PMQs, was outraged. He was furious about it. And he, and usually when he gets outraged, he just gets a bit angry and sort of shots and gets his word missed. But he did a really good job this week at PMQs. I thought I he did. He's really padding some bare hard stare. He did. Yeah, when she when she made that awful joke, he was just staring. Yeah. Staring back at her. It's not like Jeremy Corbyn, though, can really go, well, 100 and, because 117 people have voted against you. Because how many Labour MPs voted against you? I think it was 172. Against, I think it was 170, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was. There's always something to trip poor Jeremy up, isn't there? It? Is. Um, but he didn't was, like that joke about Barry Gardner, did he? Well, I never did I. Wasn't well, a very good joke. Yes, the biggest joke the about Barry Gardner. The biggest joke about Barry Gardner. At least it wasn't an uphill Gardner joke. Barry, that would have been. <laughs> that would, well, that wouldn't have been very walk at all. Well, it wouldn't have been. No, no. She would have got in lots of trouble. Yes. Um, and then she said, "Oh, someone can explain it to the right honourable gentleman." Like the um, like the reference is really like pop culture. Sorry, <laughs> <It> is, <yeah. laughs> you won't know about it. <laughs> it's just. Uh, Something me and my friends talk about. PMQs was um, was quite something because at that point, because we thought um, it could be her last one, so we walk on um, on Wednesday morning. Yes, to news we did. That I, I definitely did. I didn't sleep. Well, I haven't slept all week. Too excited. Yeah, um, to the news that uh, the forty eight letters had gone in. Yes, and Sir Graham Brady had called Teresa. Yes. on Tuesday evening. Yes, do you imagine when the phone rang and he went? He looks oh. like he could be in sort of midsummer murders, doesn't he, Graham Brady? He looks, or he looks wrong. He just looks wrong. He looks like his his body doesn't fit his face and his voice doesn't fit that face. It, uh, yes, that's very true of him, a, isn't it? It's a bit like he's, he's a sort of Frankenstein's monster of a politician. But I can see him in the sort of John Nettles role. But he has got. You're right. His voice is not quite right. It just don't, it There's just, just something wrong about all of these leading Tories, isn't there? There is rather. But I'm sure. I mean, Theresa May. Sir Graham's a lovely man. I'm sure he is. But Theresa yeah. May, as we can see when she strides <laughs> up to the, the podium and then strides away again, doing that weird it's walk. Like it's she's like she's in super marionation. Yeah. Somebody, it's like there's a, a, a marionette, or, or you know, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. And, she's been put together by Jerry Anderson it, it, from bits odder. of an old lady Penelope. Her hands sort of point downwards, yes, and her toes sort of point downwards, and it's it's almost like she's not touching the ground. It's very. I mean, her insistence on wearing those, you know, the trouser suit and the incredibly high heels yeah. makes it quite awkward for her to walk, and she's got quite long arms, yeah. hasn't she? She's a very beautiful woman. Um, well, you know. Each to his own. It's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? It is, yeah. But, but yes, she does have a strange a gate. A strange she's got gate, a strange yes. gate. Like she's like. Um, she reminds Alex me. Alex Ferguson said about was it about Jordan Henderson? He's got a very he runs with he runs funny like like Raheem Sterling. 
I think people were saying last week. He's, he's got quite a funny run, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I um, like a little chicken. She reminds I love me Sterling. of. She reminds me of a, a um, mythical um, horror character that was yes. that was very controversial in the United States actually. Because, a few years ago, yeah, yeah called Slenderman. Yeah, Slendy they call him. Yeah, don't they? and he's a terrifying figure who, who what people did online was get these old pictures of woodland or whatever and some children happily playing yeah. at the edge of the wood and then in the back there was this big towering looming yes. figure they go would... Teresa can you get in the back here <laughs> and it, it, there is definitely a resemblance if someone wants to mock that up for us yes. and tweet it in to at the new European that would be much fun yes um, the poster from The Thing, I think, the original, well, not the original, the, the sort of the great uh, John Carpenter 1981 version. Or, I or think that it's all... Long-armed, not, very long-armed yeah. person. I, I think she's just, um, it's all, a, it's, it's a, it, this is her persona, public persona. Her team said, Yes. Teresa, now you're, now you're in charge, we need to think about how you project yourself to the public yes. and to the politicians that you are now in charge of. We think you should base everything on Slenderman. That's that could be it, yeah. And of course, there's the other there's another horror element to her, isn't there? In in which she she like you know like Michael Myers or or Freddy mm. or Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Um, she keeps being sort of you know axed <laughs> in horrendous ways, doesn't she? Cut her life. And then she and then she instead of re-emerging <laughs> from a grave or a or a lake or something, she she comes out and does a press conference saying, nothing has changed, I'm still all right. <laughs> so let's catch I up. fight on. Let's catch up with us, Thailand. So on yeah, Wednesday morning. in your ski mask. <laughs> what's, what's happening there? Your hockey mask has got a huge axe hanging out of it. I'm fine. Let on, us continue with the work. So on Wednesday morning, she said, oh, just God. that. We're only at Wednesday. We're only at Wednesday morning. She said, just that. Yeah. And then she um, went off and tried to persuade... All her MPs to back her, um, and how then, did that go? Not well. Well, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? F- throughout the day, and I've got it on fairly good authority that there were certain. Um, I mean, it's no surprise really, but there certain um, ministers who were timed throughout the day to say, "I support Theresa May." Yeah. Um, and so there was some kind of grid involved in that, and and it, it did feel like every five minutes when you went on Twitter, someone else was was endorsing her. Um, so it did feel like they were doing better than they actually were, I think, yeah. up until about 7 o'clock, I thought. So she had then addressed the backbenchers at, at, at 6. Um, but she had to basically promise to go to to win a convincing... Well, right. I mean, well, let's, it's not even a convincing let's vote, Let's park it? this podcast bus right there, right now, before we even get to the result of the vote. Yes. So she, she told them, you are not voting for a leader that will take you into the general election in 2022. You're voting for basically you're voting for a leader to get you through Brexit. Yes. Bear that in mind. Now, two very recent previous um, incarnations of this little folly, um, Tony Blair. Yeah. He was forced into saying where he was going to go by his neighbour. And um, and then angry did, Scotsman <laughs> David Cameron did the same. He did. And as soon as they did it. The power started to ebb away. Well, this the is... only problem, the only thing that Theresa May has got on her side is that she had no power when she said it. So. No, no, no. Um, but it does damage your authority, I is, think. But this is absolutely true, and you know, we, we can, we can look, look, look. Let's look back at Blair and Cameron. So, in September two thousand and six, Blair says he's going to go within a year, uh-huh. and he actually, he actually went in 
June of 2007, and by then... It was the same day that David Beckham signed for LA Galaxy. Which is... Those were the two stories I was juggling on that particular which day. Which is a, um, you know, which was which was sadder, the end of David, <laughs> or, or the... Anyway. Um, so, uh, and, and the polls got even worse for Labour, and they lost... I mean, in that time, they, they basically lost Scotland, didn't they? They mm. lost the Scottish elections, mm. the, the SNP took over for the first time, and it was the start of a process which currently means that Labour is... I think he's unable to yeah. win a, a sizable majority because of yeah. the because of the, on their own because of the SNP. Not necessarily a, a, a terrible thing if you have to do a deal with it with another party. In my view, anyway, Cameron went into the referendum saying that he wasn't going to stand it in 2020, and I was just looking at this, and that, this was the start of the Conservative decline in the opinion polls. Yeah. Um, it, this was in October of 2015, so he'd won the election. Um, he promised the the referendum. He hadn't yet named the referendum date, but it was the st- that was the start of a Tory slide in the opinion polls, which must have had some impact on the referendum because people necessarily thought, well, he's calling a referendum, but he's not really going to be around long term to sort out what it means. So why should You're I? Right about that. Why should we exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was off, off in his shed. Uh, and, uh, Shower of shed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and, it, and I was looking at this in 2015. Before he announced that he was standing down in October, all year, all those ten months, there were four polls of about thirty odd, forty odd polls mm. which had backed where the public were backing leave. Mm. The rest of that year, there was there were about there were about fifteen polls, six of them uh, back leave, and then we go into twenty sixteen, where in the run up to, um, to to June the twenty third. You know the polls were roughly, if not fifty-fifty, they were. Yeah. You know, they were. I think in in, in twenty sixteen there were forty-nine polls back in leave. So mm. he opened the door to mm. all of mm. to to all of these horrors, which have it's uh, which just a have lack happened of, since. A lack of uh, just authority. You know, I mean, if you yeah, if course. you if you leave a if you're going to leave a job, then why tell people? Well, you still need to command their respect. Yes. And it also, of course, at that very moment, she fired the gun on the. Yes, on you're the ch- you're changing job, and but I've never really had any respect for you in the first place. So, <laughs> well, so that is. Fine. I was thinking of underlings rather than. Yeah. Steve is my boss, listener. So he, yeah. he's, that's why he's got no respect for me. No, no. Um, but you know, it encourages your rivals to posture, doesn't Absolutely. it, to start setting their yeah, own agenda. Yeah. I mean, that had already been happening to some extent with yes. Theresa May's stories, but but now it's free reign. But your yes, the risk is but your way. own message is completely lost. Yeah, completely lost. And uh, however, yeah, you know, if Theresa May and I thought I, I disagree with you. I, I thought in, in Prime Minister's questions, she actually did quite well against oh, I, Jeremy. Corbyn. I, I think I think she did well. I didn't. I, I wasn't oh, right. commenting okay. on her performance. I was commenting on his. yes. Well, he was. He was. I thought he was. I thought he was better than he, he had been. Far better. But, and that that um, two-minute clip, which you can see on the New European website. Of yes. him getting angry, I really liked. But yes, I thought she was brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. And and the uh, and you can see that she is her her thing now, and it's you know it's it's a, it's a lie, like a lot of things that Theresa May says is going to is going to be. You want to stop Brexit, yeah. and I don't. You want a second referendum, yeah. and I don't. Yeah. You won't respect <clears> the will of the people, and I will. And that is you know, and and so it is conceivable, isn't it, that a couple of years down the road we could go. Theresa May could have a convincing poll lead. Who's going to who's going to say tell Theresa May then that she won't contest the the twenty two general election? Well, I mean, it's difficult to believe Theresa May, to be honest. And I have no huge. Well, she, beef every time with she Theresa opens May, her mouth, she she, but, she. You know, I'm not going to call a general election. 
I am going to call a general yeah, election. Yeah, yeah. Even this week, we're oh. not going to pull the vote. We've pulled the vote. She sent poor little Govey out, didn't she? Gover. The Gover. Oh, bless him. Bless him. Politest man in politics. Yeah. Rhymes with politest. <laughs> um, um, so, and it's yeah. not whitest. Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but that was obviously an attempt to win around those that were wavering. We yes. saw George Freeman, her former policy head, who's been a sort of sort of friendly critic of the PM now for yes. since, since the election, really, um, saying, I'll be back in the PM, but we need to think about changing the leader next summer yeah. in a sort of orderly fashion. I mean, I, I, that's a pragmatic um, way to look at it, I think. And, and I think that sort of hit home with number 10. So she said, right, I'm off, but not yet. But she didn't say when. Um, will there even be a general election in 2022? I mean, the, the course we're on, it seems unlikely that we're going to go full term. I don't think there's going to be a general election anytime soon, but I, uh, who knows? Um, so is it only if there is a general election in 2022 yeah. she won't fight it? I mean, or, or is she going in April? Well, who knows? I mean, another thing that has happened is that the Sun and the Telegraph now completely hate her, don't they? Yeah. They they have made no bones about it, and they are the you know the the Telegraph is the house journal of the Conservative Party. Absolutely. The Sun is male likes her, though. Yeah, but I, do the male readers really like her? The Express likes her, but yeah, yeah. Don't know. I mean, Express. It's a tricky one. So she spoke to everybody's lost in a way, haven't they? Which is nice. Yeah, she spoke to the uh, the backbenchers. Um, she dropped that particular bombshell. It had already kind of been hinted earlier on in the day. Um, and then they went to vote in committee room 14. Yes. Um, it's, the best, it's the best room, isn't it? It's got a view of the pitch and everything. Lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. And they voted. What's it got? What's committee room? Have they got. Do you get snacks in there? Or is there a little bar in there? Or? Not that I'm aware of. I think it's just a room. Coffee? Nope. No, biscuits. Just a table, some a chairs. A table and some chairs. And a microphone yesterday. Yeah. Evening. And they voted, all of them. Do you know who the last one to vote was? Uh, Theresa May? No. Um, she. I'm almost certain that she accidentally voted against herself. <laughs> no! Oh, no! no. <laughs> I loved as well on the voting ballots that they put in capitals. Yes. I have I confidence. Have. I have not. I have not. Was it David Davis? And then they put and then they put a little gap between the two. So they they really made it as simple as possible for these Tories. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't David Davis. I'm going to give you one more guess. Who was it? Likes a bit of drama. Last, Somebody likes a bit of drama. In. He is quite a dramatic character, actually. Yes, he's quite high drama. High drama. And oh. certainly in some of his, mind you, he's been put to uh, he's been put to shame by Mr. Cox now. But yeah, in in a previous role, he liked a bit of high drama, a bit of tension. Oh, go on, you're gonna go, go on. Gavin go Williamson, of course, with his like. Oh, he'd been well. He'd been blow drying his spider, hadn't well, he? Well, quite possibly. Oh. But I think also he'd been he'd been helping out on the as as the former whip. Chief Whip. Oh yes, been, of course. Or whipping He'd away. Been, he would put the fright in the so he, he, he with those. dashed back in. I imagine Kronos was in his in his suit in pocket. His pocket, maybe just peeking out of, the t- of his top pocket. Don't make me put the spider on you. Do tarantulas make a noise? Yeah. Do they? What do they yeah, do? They, they bark. I don't know. No. Growl. I don't think they growl. That's no. cockroaches. These are hissing ones, isn't they? Yeah, they. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think they do. Okay, I mean, so he was just looking with his hundreds of eyes. He just pops out like Itsy and Bitsy on paper play for older yeah. uh, for older listeners. He yeah. just 
So Gavin was the last one to Don't vote. Don't make me put the spider on you. And Nadine. then we all... And then <laughs> little tarantula pops out. Little legs everywhere. He's actually not... He doesn't even bring him. He just puts a little pair of... Some black pipe cleaners up through his, <laughs> his suit pocket, like this. And then, and then they're and on then a it, string right the way it, around the back of his pocket. Com, and, and then it, come, it comes it. out of his, his front suit pocket. Mm-hmm. And he right. says, I've got a spider in here, Nadine. <laughs> oh, oh, no! Like that. Well, maybe. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's perfectly feasible. Anything could happen. Anything could and has and it's will happen. That, the likeliness of that happening is higher than the, the, the likelihood of Theresa May getting a deal passed. <laughs> yeah, that's quite right. Um, Spider so, or not. Then we waited. We sat and we waited. We sat, we sat and we waited, yeah. If we were watching, if we were killing the time by watching the BBC News special, Theresa May Leadership Challenge special. Yes, I didn't watch that. that there was a, an excellent uh, section which they visited the Bowls Club in Maidenhead. Oh, yes. And they I've chatted heard about to. This. Yeah. And this chap, they said to him, you know, he, he finished bowling. The, the Beeb do this very well. They'll, they'll get someone doing something and then they'll say. And they'll get them to finish doing what they're doing and then be interviewed immediately afterwards, like they would just happen to be there and it hadn't been set up. So they, he did his bowling and then he turned round and the journalist said, what do you think about Theresa May? And the answer, obviously, with regards to the leadership, and he said, oh, I really like her. She's been always very supportive of everything we've done here at the Bowls Club. And um, she came and visited us. We got the full potted history of Theresa May's relationship with the Midhead Bowls, the Bowls Club, Club. yeah, Which was really cutting-edge stuff, I thought. Just the sort of analysis we needed yeah, as we really. first potentially looking And then they brought new... Jacob Rees-Mogg on, didn't they? Mogg was on. Didn't win many fans, I don't think, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't get down well at all. But that was after the vote. Then that we was had, after the vote. We had yeah. the vote. Yes, we Gavin did. Williamson said, "We've received, there was some terrible gag about and the winning raffle tickets. Oh, yes. Theresa must have loved watching that. Oh, come on, you know, this is my job. Well, you could tell, couldn't you, by their faces yeah, that, yeah. that it was all yeah. all right for her. He then said that she commands... Um, she does command a majority of. of um, she does have the confidence of the majority of the yes. members of the Tory party. And then he. And, and there was cheers. And then he read out the numbers, and there were gasps. We were. Ooh. Because 117 against is a lot. It's a big number. Now, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, you are. You are probably old handsome. enough to oh. remember this. Handsome, yeah. yeah. Um, some people listening won't be uh, old enough to remember this, and some, some of us will be, but. In the, when John Redwood stood against yeah. Major in 1995... So the rules have changed. Right. So Theresa May... He, he, um, John Major could go back in the ballot then. Yes. So And that couldn't happen now, so they yes. have a confidence vote. But back then, um, well, John Major said, put up or shut up, and actually put him, stood yes. down and put himself up. But um, Theresa May couldn't do that. She had to wait for the letters. Yes. If she stood down, there would be a leadership contest at which she wouldn't be able to enter. So in ninety five, John Major said, put up or shut up, Yes, and the person they put up was John Redwood. That's right, yeah. Who and who was? I mean, it was he got. I think he got about eighty nine, and John th- Major got about two hundred. It was certainly or in the eighties, like yeah. However, it was it was slightly more than uh, John Major had privately said that if it was under two thirds of the parliamentary party yeah. that he got, yeah. then he would go. Yeah, uh, and it was it was actually. A bit over, yeah, yeah. And Theresa May, yeah, no. was a bit under. It was well, about, only... I think it was thirty-six percent that um, that voted no confidence in. Look at it like this: the majority was eighty, yeah, I believe. And um, was it? No, no, it must have been eighty-three. Yes, uh, so eighty something. But it's only that's what he announced. The majority is eighty something. But that's said. only forty odd MPs. 
Yes. To switch. Yes, I know, yeah. I mean, so it, it was really, really close. This and, is... and as they said, you know, when you take <laughs> away the 140 people, or is it 160? Oh, it's more than that, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 160 people yeah, who are yeah. actually in the government. Yeah. So our yeah, ministers, yeah. Yeah, PPSs, under, you know, undersecretaries, whatever. Um, that is, that is um, very few backbenchers who don't actually have a job in government back to his yeah. What was what was Jacob Rees-Mogg's argument, which was roundly laughed at? Uh, which one? Well, he came on, didn't he, after the after the vote was announced, and he said, "This is a total disaster, and she must resign." Yeah. And then it was put to him that he said that a um, he said that a fifty-two to forty-eight <laughs> majority was a historic mandate. <laughs> And he was then saying that a sixty-three, a sixty-four to, to thirty-six majority was was um, you know a, a disaster and should be rethought. Um, I like the other. All the excuses came out of something, but we haven't enough time to prepare. Yes, that was brilliant. Ooh, we didn't have enough time to gossip over the weekend. Nonsense. They're pathetic, aren't they? Real nonsense. Um, she hasn't oh, quite you, put them in their box, sadly. No, she hasn't. Can I just can I just tell you one more thing, yes, and the readers, and the readers, the listeners at home, yeah. um, about um, John Major versus Major V Redwood. Yes, which was sort of the Fury versus Deontay Wilder of his time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, July 1995. I want you to guess what the there were two polls taken the day before this. Yeah, opinion polls. Yeah. Of the, and I want you to party opinion polls rather than yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah. And I want you to guess what the Labour leads were. Yep. Okay. Um, for both of them. For both of them, yeah. So give me two numbers. Uh, I think it would have been. Let me think. Um, so I'll struggle on numbers, but lead wise, I reckon. Yes, leads wise, yes. Twelve and fifteen points. Okay. So so. The Mori poll, which was for the European, the precursor yeah. of the new European, yeah, the yeah. old European, yeah. that was quite disappointing, Labour lead, 22%. Whoa. And Gallup in the Telegraph, 39.5%. That's the lead, not yeah, not the yeah, Labour. Yeah, that's yeah. the lead over the Conservatives, wow, who were, you know, who were still had, you know, were still had 20 odd percent. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing what has happened, isn't it? The well, Labour again, lead was 39.5%. Again, it brings me back to. God almighty, imagine if we had a great opposition. Well, I mean, you know. And Labour in 95 were a great opposition. Whatever happened afterwards... Yeah, they were a great opposition. In the run-up yeah, to yeah, that yeah, victory yeah. in 97, Labour were, really were, were an excellent machine. Yeah, but let's, no that's, that's, for another, that's for another day. Do it you is. know how Jacob Rees-Mogg um, drowned his sorrows? Uh, after, oh, after the vote? Well, I imagine... Yeah, With I, mead, obviously, yes. or something. <laughs> I don't know what the port. I'll take it, yes. I don't know. Well, how take do you a tincture of laudanum. <laughs> he went to, um, he went to um, Rupert Murdoch had a party in, in his yes. penthouse in Mayfair. That's right, he has it every Christmas. We spoke about it in this very podcast last Christmas. Yes, that's right, his Christmas party. Yeah. And, um, and Jacob Rees-Mogg is worth 55 million yeah. quid. yeah. Fifty-five million quid. Yeah. He looks a bit like Slenderman, doesn't he? He does look a bit like Slenderman. He's, he's a very yes. And uh, Rupert Murdoch is. He's worth... already got all the children, though, hasn't he? Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rupert Murdoch is worth twenty billion quid. Yeah. But I, I presume they just talked about how the moneyed elites were out to stop Brexit. Yes, I'd imagine. Yeah, I would. Or maybe so, yeah. just the football. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Did see, you see the good win for City. <laughs> what about that save from Allison? So 
battered and bruised but unbeaten, Theresa May returned yeah. to um, the lectern outside Downing Street. Yes. Like a sausage. Like a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> That's only funny to us. Sorry about that, that listener. Um, and Walking she her said, odd walk. Yes, she slendered. Can she, can she talk the odd talk? <laughs> well, no, she just read out the same speech <laughs> she that she did in the morning. She did. The same speech. It's terrible, wasn't it? Nothing has changed. Nothing has Absolutely changed. nothing, because this speech is the same speech. <laughs> she is rubbish. And then she turned around and slendered off back. She past did. that massive Christmas. So, you know when you buy a Christmas tree, it's too big? It is too so they big. Bought, they can't get out the door. I know. <laughs> they don't. It's like it's Christmas big. vacation, isn't it? It's Imagine if Philip was dragging, up it, up, <laughs> dragging <laughs> it up down his street in a net. With his little, in a net, big net, with his little Arthur Asky look. Hello, playmates, he'd be saying. And Teresa's trying to get out the door and she <laughs> can't get oh, Philip! No. She finally squeezes out, Philip, what are you doing? <laughs> the cat's in the tree. <laughs> oh. oh dear. That tree. And then she went off to bed, I guess, I don't know. Well, I think so. That yeah. was the end of it. And now she's Railings back. on the roof trying to plug the lights <laughs> in. Oh, no, the connectors don't fit in the two. What's all that? He slides off. He's on the top of the tree like Frank Spencer. It's all... Anyway, yeah. Some mothers do indeed have them, and they seem to be running the country. <laughs> <laughs> but how is the body politic? The what body would you... politic is, is just about intact. Is it? The body politic weary. is... Weary. Are we going to have a weekly body politic, body politic update. update? This week, weary. Weary, um, yes. Good. But she's back now, she's back. She went off to Brussels. She's gone to Brussels, she yeah. Say, please, 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 please. She can stay there, please. can't she? Last night, of course, um, sorry, outside uh, number 10, she said, I will battle to get the legal elements changed. Yes. Um, I can't see that happening. A yeah. bit of wording, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what legal stuff? I mean, that, it, they'll change the political statement quite possibly, but they're not going to change the withdrawal. They're not going to change the... No, of course not. And the, the, the deal will remain intact and and... You know, but but now we learn that we won't get a vote on this until at least the first week. And yeah. uh, uh, back, so the first week back, back in Parliament. Yeah. So the week commencing December, uh, January the seventh, yeah. and they've not published the um, what they intend to do in that week. So it could very they could very well push it to the second week, or you know. So I we, think we're right, going to be discussing what's going to happen with Brexit until March the 29th. Yeah, then. The Brexiteers what? are angry, though, aren't they? They are, they are what, really angry. Well, but what what did we actually... And even cabinet people are angry. Liam, what, what was Liam Fox doing yesterday? He popped out of his little foxhole, didn't he? <laughs> like that. Like, like, ooh, it's me up, all. Remember me? <laughs> I do international trade. Yeah. And then he said the cabinet's not going to support this without you changing the, the arrangements with the backstop. Which, this is what happens when you make Stimpy out of Red and Stimpy. It's not even the real Stimpy. It's like a just a plush model. I used to have a I used to have an inflatable plush Ren and Stimpy, and that is who she's appointed as the International Trade Secretary. Yeah. He is, I mean, she is bad, but he is useless. Anyway, anyway, we're, we're at the end of the week now. We are. So, what are the options now? And what 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 we what have we achieved? What have the Tories achieved? This Another week? year over. Yeah. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Harking nothing. Back. A little reference to our beautiful cover. What a front cover it is. Which is, uh, which is, if you've not seen it, the front cover of the New European newspaper this week is a, an homage uh, to the uh, John and Yoko 1969 uh, War is Over If You Want It poster. And it's been redesigned by Malcolm Garrett, who designed all the, uh, the, those great sleeves for Buzzcocks. They've achieved nothing. 
Buzzcocks are cheap. Oh, no, not the Buzzcocks. They're a fine band. Um, yeah, yeah. The Conservative Party. Yeah. We are still in the same Brexit mess that we were when we woke up on Monday morning. Yes. So another week wasted. Another week wasted, yeah. Jerry's going to come and join me next. Okay. And then you'll be back soon, Steve. I will. In the meantime, I'd like to remind you listeners that this podcast is brought to you in association with Progress. The centre-left Labour pressure group changing Labour policy, stopping a Tory hard Brexit, marching for a people's vote, your remain home in Labour. Join today for just £3 a month at prog.rs forward slash join. That is prog, P-R-O-G dot R-S forward slash join. J-O-I-N. Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to The New European. Your first 13 issues of The New European are only £13 when you join us and become a subscriber. Order by telephone by calling 01858 438840 and quoting Podcast One or order online at our website www.neweuropean.co.uk Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to The New European. Jerry Christmas! Oh God! You've I never, never even waited. Hey, yeah, how long have you been waiting to say that all year? Me and Steve have been would have just been doing it before you even arrived. Excellent. So Jerry Christmas, Scott. <laughs> so add to all my other middle names I've got. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. What a week! What a week! Have you slept? What a week. Not not massively. No, me neither. Um, it was uh, it, it was quite something, wasn't it? And will continue to be, I imagine, for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I thought Christmas is looming. Yes. I'm sure we'll do more of a Christmassy themed pod next week. Um, Can we bring mince pies? I hate mince pies. Oh. I, it all stems back to the first Figgy time. Figgy pudding. I, no, mm. the first time I was ever offered a mince pie um, was when I was younger, and I am a big fan of minced beef. Oh no! I used to have it. My mum used to make it in big Yorkshire puddings, Aunt Bessie's ones. Oh, to die for it was. I looked at this mince pie. I saw it had so like, sugar. Cold. I thought it must be. <laughs> I thought it must be salt or something. I took, took a massive bite and got whatever the sod it is that they put it in. Wasn't the middle at of all it. what you expected. And I have had very few since. Not for me. Oh, well, there we go. Not for me. Um, for Christmas dinner this year, I think I'm going to have um, maybe. Uh, spaghetti carbonara. Hey. It's on offer at Tesco's. £2.45. <laughs> and it's done in a microwave in four and a half minutes. And a happy new <laughs> But the leaders will be wishing for things this Christmas, Of course they? they will. So I wondered what their, would be top of their Christmas <laughs> wish list. I think they're all getting coal, whatever they want. Yeah, probably. So let's let's finish with Teresa. Okay. So let's start with um, Vince. Vince first. Service. Well, I mean, he could he could be Father Christmas. We don't know that he isn't. Well, maybe he is. Have you ever seen him in the that's... same place at the same time? No, and that's why he's so keen on freedom of movement. Absolutely. Because he's got to dash around his, the whole world. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's going to really hold him up on Christmas Eve. Yeah, since, you know, since, um, since the freedom of movement within the EU, it's been so much easier for him on Christmas Eve, and now he's going to have to factor that in. He can get year. home and have a couple of mince pies, but this year, none of them. Oh. So Vince, I reckon Christmas round for Vince's house would be really nice. Yeah. I reckon it'd be really chilled, really laid back. Glass of port. You'd have your che- your nice food, glass of port, some cheese. Yeah, or oh, some ma- cheese. Massive bong. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Merry Christmas indeed. <laughs> nothing says nothing says Christmas like Class C drugs. In the poor household. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No, no. Not no. at all, but you know, the Lib Dems, they love all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do I what do I think would be top of servants' Christmas list? Some more MPs. <laughs> well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good. Some more MPs. Some relevancy. Someone to listen. It does feel like that. We've, we haven't spoke about Lib Dems for ages. No. I bet we've not spoke about Lib Dems since we did the conference roundup or something like that. You're probably right. I saw Servants on um, the BBC News special with Andrew Neil. <laughs> did you see the ballers at Midnight? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What on earth was that about? Um, and, uh, it was, it, you know, it was nice to see him. Uh, not quite clear like why he was friend. there. Yeah. He's like the colleague that left a couple of years ago but still goes to the other do's. Yeah, yeah. Retired. We've got some of them. Yeah, yeah. But they, not not like this one. No, Because no. everyone likes Savins. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> shade throw. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice to see him. But yeah, I think top of his Christmas list would be... Um, yeah, some some someone to listen to him. Yeah, poor old Sir Vince, and he's he, he. You'd think that around half the country should really be backing him. I just yeah. I can't quite understand where it's all gone so wrong. No, I know. Well, no, I don't really understand it either. But it's um, but it's not working for them, is it? And and we did say, you know, Sir Vince is a caretaker leader. I don't think there's yes. any doubt about that. But I did imagine that there would be more of a. A profile. They just have been just so completely quiet. sidelined, and of course they don't have. He had a question in PMQs. In fact, I think it was the last question this week, where where they used to have that platform in PMQs. Yep. Now, of course, the SNP has. Yeah. Um. So poor old Sir Vince. So on the top of his Christmas list is some relevance. Yep. It's a difficult ask that. I'm not sure well, you wrap that up either. I think I think we'd all like it really. <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Oh, dear old cuddly Jeremy. Imagine what Christmas must be like around Jeremy Corbyn's house. They'd be watching... Single sprout. <laughs> Sliced up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone, sit down. We're going to watch London Freedom. <laughs> Singing the red flag. Christmas presents are second-hand jumpers. Shouting revolution, revolution during the Queen's speech. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, oh, another Che Guevara poster. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, what do I think Jeremy will get? I think I think what I I know what he needs. Yeah, a spine. A spine. Oh. I think that's what he should get. Um, a spine. Because it's been pretty dismal, hasn't it? Well, I liked him at PMQs, and I just told Steve that this week, but. He, it, it, it's stuttering, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and as I wrote yesterday evening, you know, t- Theresa May, we're talking about how do we get how do we get out of the Brexit impasse? You know, the Tories have been navel gazing all week and have just wasted loads of time. Um, nothing good could have come of that. Whatever happened, no. and then. Um, but where and, is he? But where, where Jeremy puts out little comments here and there, whereas actually he only needs to say two words <laughs> that would blow the lid <laughs> off this whole thing that would terrify Theresa May. Yeah. And those words are? Second referendum. <laughs> well, I was going to go for people's vote. No, but fine. yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we want for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right, a spine. Again, Again difficult, difficult to wrap, to wrap. <laughs> 
put a bow on it, I'll be all right. Also, would it be, I mean, if, do you wash it before you give it to... I think you should. I think that's courteous, yeah. And where, where would you, where do you get a spine from? My ways and means. Oh, blimey. That's very scary, isn't it? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jerry. <laughs> spine remover. Uh, okay, well, Jeremy, look forward to that one in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's considered a threat of some sort? I'm going to post a, a spine through Jeremy's letterbox. You'd have to get past that bush outside his door. <laughs> cut your bush, Jeremy. Get a gardener. Get Barry Gardener <laughs> to cut your bush, dude. Oh. Before he even meets the reporters, he's got to come out like George of the Flipping Jungle. <laughs> it's his LinkedIn. It's distraction Take technique. it down altogether. We don't need that bush. Um, Theresa May needs a Christmas miracle. She does need a Christmas um, miracle. And but what else? What else? What are you getting her? What am I getting her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, well, you're not getting our dear leader a Christmas present. Well, hey, why? What have you got? <laughs> well, I've sent her just a little card with your face on it. No, oh. it's just a normal Christmas card. But in it, I've written a little note. And at the end it says, I'm actually yours, Richard. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, of course I do. You love actually. <laughs> I only saw it last night. <laughs> and then we're going to go to a nativity and kiss. Like you can apologise for letting the American president whisper in your ear as well. Oh, is that what happened? I missed that, that bit. That's what happened. I didn't get back till late. Yeah, and then he whispered it was on... in Martin McCutcheon's ear. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, there was a time when I would like to have whispered in Martin McCutcheon's really? ear. What, not now? Uh, well, I, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I've not seen her for a long time. I would have whispered something like... Ooh, Martine, <laughs> how are you doing? So smooth. Yeah, yeah that's my child. Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing? What, whether she's called Martine or not, <laughs> still it. Yeah, well, every now and then I get one right. Yeah. I think, how do you know my name, you creepy man? Call the police. Oh, lose, lose, really. Come on, what's Teresa getting? Teresa um, should, should get a few days off. I, oh. really, I really think she should get a few days off. I oh. felt bad for her. Yeah, she's had a... T- she, uh, there is a part of me, and I've said this before, and I know none of you, none of you, I'm sure, have got much sympathy for Theresa May, and mine and is limited. Bucket, no. Mine is limited, but I have met this woman a couple of times, and 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 you know she's she's deluded and misguided, but she's not an ogre, I don't think. Well, do you know what? They were on that again. That... Maybe just one line. Yeah, on that um on that BBC News special again. There are a couple of MPs. Can't remember who they were, but um they said, oh well, she does look tired. Yes, of course. She looks tired. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 has looked tired this week. She took, I think yesterday evening. She'd been evening, in Germany that morning. Yeah. She'd been in Brussels, and then she'd she come back to fight for her own leadership. She got stuck, stuck in the car. In the car. <laughs> they always do it when they're out of the country. Never leave the country. Of it's course, like she's knackered. Apocalypse now. Never leave yes, the boat. <laughs> Um, if I don't have a coffee in the morning, I'm a monster, let alone if I had to fight for my own job. You don't have a vodka in the morning, you're a monster. I don't know what you mean. Um, yes, I, I absolutely agree. That would be lovely for her. Just a lie-in. I'm sure Philip's a very kind chap. I spoke to him once and he was lovely, so polite and nice. I've got, I'm really one big one for manners. Yeah. You can win me over. You see, I'm much nicer about Michael Gove because he's polite mm-hmm. than I would be otherwise. So Christmas Day lion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I reckon a lion for three. I think she's an early resident. I think probably still like, Seven o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, still be up early. <laughs> still be up early. But that, that might do her the power of good. It might do. I know I feel better after a lion, so I'm sure she will as well. And then she could go down the Maidenhead Bowls Club. She could. She's been very supportive of their work, as we found out on her leadership special. Um, it's Okay, well, that's just, just a nice lion. Yeah. Do you think any of them are going to get what they want? No. no. None of them. None of them at all. In fact, it's not, it's not probably most up. likely Absolutely. to get the lion <laughs> if it's only until eight o'clock. No. Philip could make a... I wonder what she has for breakfast on Christmas. On Christmas? I don't know. Bucks, Classic. Uh, and salmon. Bucks, yeah, salmon scrambled egg. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, so, Philip, listen. 
I'm sure you don't need any advice from me about how to be a good husband. But, <laughs> but if I were you, I would do scrambled egg, salmon, one of them little trays so you don't have to get up that go around your legs. Yeah, yeah. That, and then you can move as well, can't you? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you could put on whatever's on Christmas TV. It's in a wonderful the morning. life. It's a wonderful life for Teresa. Oh, I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe something not so Christmassy or suggestive of her personal situation, because I don't think it is too wonderful for her or any of us right at this second. Jerry, thank you very much. What should we should do? A Christmas? Should we wear Christmas jumpers next week? Definitely, one hundred percent. Why not you? Like I hate Christmas jumpers. God, why suggest it then, you ogre? <laughs> Jerry, Christmas will be back for our Christmas festive special next week. Thank you, Jerry. Brexiteer of the week. Welcome back, Steve. It is time for Brexiteer of the week, and my goodness, there it, must be a lot of candidates. It's not quite time because we're oh, going to play oh. a little sporting quiz. Oh, okay. We're going to play. It's going to be a bit like question of sport first. Oh, I used to love question like, of sport. Um, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to make it funny. It's like uh, it's a bit like um, a league of their own. A league of their own. Yeah. With, Wasn't Madonna in that? With um, is it called a league of their own? With James Corden and Jamie Redknapp. Oh, I don't know. I don't is this watch where that. the? I, I, I turned on a trailer for that the other day, and they were saying, I think it might have been Jack Whitehall, and they were oh, all laughing. The and they were all laughing, and they were saying. Have you noticed that at the start of The Lion King, the music sounds a bit like they're saying Arsene Wenger? And they were all, James Corden and that were all laughing. And I think people have been saying this for... Everybody has noticed this. Do you know what that word... Everybody in the world has noticed this. Do you know when they go, Arsene Wenger? Do you know what they're actually saying? It sounds a bit like Arsene Wenger. Everybody knows that. It's not a a joke. No, no, it's just true. It's true. But do you know what the translation actually is in the African... Tongue of which I am not aware. No, do you know I, what it actually means? What does it mean? Ah, uh, there's a lion coming. There's a lion coming. Is that right? Yeah. So Arsene Wenger's name means there's, there's a, a lion, lion coming. coming, which must have been really scary every time you know the the whoever the African peoples whose language this is speak. I'm sorry, I should have done more research. You've thrown this yeah, on yeah, me. yeah. When they was huddled around their TVs watching the, those great Arsenal teams, and they went Arsene Wenger. Ah! Blimey. Well, this and the is commentator it. said that you know, is, you, there's a lion coming. This is a turn up for the books, isn't it? So you know, every day is school day on the new European every podcast. Day. Every day. So, uh, so Come I've got four. I've got sport, four sporting quotes here. Great, great, great. I'll great. give you a clue. Yeah. At the start of each one. Yes, please. Which former England international uh-huh. and international recording star? Oh, Glenn Hoddle said this. Oh. Well done, Theresa May. This is, these are all tweets from the last couple of days. Right. Well done, Theresa May. Now let's leave Brexit with no deal. We will be fine. Oh, recording artist. So you've had a hit. Former inter- England international. So it can't be Glenn Hoddle because he's and ill. England and international recording star. International recording star. Well, he was an England international, and he's made he's had hit records in two countries. He's had more with than one two, hit then. He has. Oh, he has. Wow. So it can't be Glenn Hoddle. It's not Glenn Hoddle or Chris Waddle. Well, you're wrong because it is Chris. It's Waddle, Waddle Diamond Lights. Diamond, he had Diamond Lights, and he also, when he went to Marseille, he, oh. al- he also made a record with Basile Bolly, which was in the French charts. Fantastic! And so of Chris course, Brexity, he's, he's gone bre- very Brexity, and it's funny, isn't it, that he's gone Brexity after the years that he spent in Marseille? Yeah, he was not so keen on ending freedom of movement then, was he? No. He got when he signed for Marseille in 1989. He got two million quid signing on. 
Did fee, really? which is the equivalent of five million quid now. Wow. Quite keen on freedom of movement then. So, which former England international? Yeah. Football. Cricketer. Oh, okay. Said this. Yeah. Just give me a Donald Trump style leader over any of our leaders any day of the week. Hashtag just saying. I, I really hope it's not Boykes, but I don't think he's on Twitter, is he? Not really, no. Um, it's not. Right, okay, wait a minute. The, the cricketers are a little bit. It's not Brexit. Ian both of either because he didn't come with a picture of a. <laughs> Of a penis. Yeah, well, yeah. could be anyone's. Could be anyone's. <laughs> Liars. Um, right, so not both, them, not both of them are boiks. Cricketers, definitely Brexity. I, um, I reckon I'm going to go for Gooch. Oh, it's good, but no, it's actually Michael Vaughan. Is it really? It's Michael Vaughan. Just ah. give me a Donald Trump-style leader over any of our leaders any day of the week. Hashtag just say. To which Mark Butcher... Yeah. His former colleague, I guess, yeah. replied, Long lunch, Skip. <laughs> uh, which England football legend said this? Have yeah. been so impressed with Jacob Rees-Mogg in the last few days, yeah. he really knows what he's talking about and puts it across in a calm and calculated manner. Former England international. Former England international. He's a ledge. Is he? He is a ledge. Uh, well, it can't be Lineker. It's not Lineker. We know because that he's on He's, he's, he's on one of ours, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with um, Viv Anderson. Viv Anderson? No, what a player it, he was. Schiltz. Really? Peter Schiltz. I didn't mean that, Viv. I just. You came, You popped into my head. I love Viv Anderson. Yeah. Uh, but Schiltz, yeah. Schiltz? Schiltz. Does um, your Mrs. Snow your ear? <laughs> I had to ask my granddad why they were saying, Does your Mrs. Snow your ear? It's, I know. It was a, it was a, a great chant, wasn't it? <laughs> For many, many years. And which former England manager said this? For me, it looks like a coup against May to get another Prime Minister in, so they'll say, we'll have a referendum and it'll all be remain this time around. It's an absolute disgrace. Right. Is this England's most successful manager of all time? No. I think it is. Well, it is, yeah. (laughs) Not in terms of longevity. By win ratio, yeah, by win that ra- is England's most successful manager of all true. time. Sam Allardyce never lost a game as England is, manager. It is Sam Allardyce. <laughs> it is Sam Allardyce. And I suppose he did say it's an absolute disgrace. And if anyone knows about <laughs> you know that, that sort of thing, it would be the man who lasted 67 days as England manager. Yeah. Now, yes. let's, so that was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. Serious business. Serious business. The Brexiteers of the week. Yes. A surprise entry oh. at number five is Pamela Anderson. Pammy, Pammy, oh, Pammy, and she wrote a she wrote a, a book in two thousand and four. Oh, Pammy, I'm very well called, acquainted with this. Called Star. It's my second favourite book after the after Starstruck, of, which is the uh, which is the, Lane, the children of the angels <laughs> of lovely Lane. Uh, Star, by Nadine yes. Doris. Star, 2004, it was a bit of a thinly disguised autobiography. Was and, it? And she followed it up with Starstruck, yeah. and the only man. That's in this book, Star, that the character Star, who is really Pamela Anderson, really yeah. loves, yeah. is is her is a, a lovely old granddad called Papa Jens. Is he her actual granddad? He's I think I'm not sure whether he's her granddad or a step granddad or something, but he's a lovely Sounds old a granddad. Bit dark, this book. And he says things, and she says his mercurial intelligence and metaphysical sensibilities. <laughs> She, this is how she writes, Pamela Anderson. It's like been, one of Jerry's intros. Had been unexpectedly, an unexpectedly grounding for a young girl rooted in such sandy soil. And, and he says things like, <laughs> this is a quote from Papa Jens, life is but a dream. 
All life asks for you from you is that you let your light shine. Don't hurt yourself or anyone else. Embrace all that life has to offer you. The rest will unfold. Don't you worry. So, with a fondness for, you know, dreamily eulogising these old men who are given to spouting uh-huh. airy platitudes, uh-huh. it's not really a surprise no. that Pamela Anderson really loves Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, and I, okay, I admit it, she's, she's written in this uh, at a blog post, I've got a little political crush on Jeremy Corbyn. He's a politician whose integrity I absolutely and unconditionally admire. Now, Pamela Anderson has done some weird things in her life, very strange very, things. Very strange she wore a white string bikini to her wedding to Kid Rock. Uh, well, I mean, she had in her elevator shaft in uh, in the mansion that she had with Tommy Lee. Yeah. She had a a when you went up, so you, she t- they took the back wall of the elevator up, right. and at the t- then they got somebody to go in the shaft, and at the top they had images of heaven put in there, and as you went down, it was images of hell. Oh, so it's <laughs> I mean, just fantastic. Wow. Um, uh, we should do that in the office. Uh, and then, so, uh, and even weirder, she's friends with Julian Assange, isn't she? Yeah. But nothing, surely nothing, is is weirder than Pamela Anderson saying that Jeremy Corbyn is making a really good job of Brexit. I have been following Brexit very closely. I fully support the position of Jeremy Corbyn. Right. She wrote, the supporters of the EU claim its main benefit is the free movement of people. They are totally blind to the phenomenon of social dumping. Failing neoliberalism is an able... Social dumping, is that where you get caught short yeah, in the pub? On a, yeah, on a Christmas party. Um, so, failing neoliberal, neoliberalism is unable to address the staggering inequalities between rich and poor and mm. the resulting frustration, yeah. and it resorts to right-wing <laughs> party tactics and their scapegoats. All in all, I find the UK's decision to leave the UK to be a brave move. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's like, it's actually what Jeremy Corbyn actually thinks. Yeah. But so he can't proje- say. He's projecting his actual thoughts through Papa, Pamela Anderson. Papa Jez, I think we should call him. Um, wow. But the, 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 the thought that Pamela Anderson is some kind of, I mean, this is, you know, she, she could be on the, she should be, could, she could get on Navarra, she could have a regular show on Navarra Media, couldn't she? Oh yeah, that'd be great. With um, Basta- Aaron Bastani, could yeah. be the new Hasselhoff. <laughs> he, could, he could be in his trunks, because obviously he likes getting his chest out, doesn't he? <laughs> and uh, and she could be in the old red swimsuit. Certainly and they could feel like I need saving, to be honest. Uh, there you go. And Baywatch was a dreadful show, wasn't it? Well, I didn't really used to watch Baywatch. Ah, um, awful. But I just find it very surprising. I quite like Pamela Anderson, despite her being a big Lexiter. I think she's quite she's good. Mad. She's actually, yeah, she's quite. She's. I mean, she's. She's very. She's quite bright, isn't she? She's. She's quite. She's. When you see her talking about things like the the the. the I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her to have an opinion. I, I don't really have a massive opinion on her. No, she, she used to annoy me when I was younger because um, I mean I'm a little bit younger than you, maybe a year or something. I'm not sure. And then, um, <laughs> thank you. This is pay rises in the. <laughs> and everyone at school like fancied Pamela Anderson, and and I didn't. No, I no. I was more of a Brian Robson. Yeah, he's I, lovely, I, isn't he? Well, he's lovely, but also, uh, you know, I was more interested in football than girls. Yeah, until yeah, about yeah, last yeah. week, to be honest. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but when you hear her talking about, you know, Peter and she supports these a lot of, sort yeah, of environmental yeah, things, her, yeah. she's 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 a she's a sort of bright woman. And I also particularly like the fact that she said somebody said, "What happened with you and Kid Rock?" And she said, "I had to leave him when I, I found out his real name was Bob." Um, <laughs> Bob, so, Bob so, Rock. so that is good, Bob Rock. Yeah. Um, so she is one of the Brexiteers of the week. Aslan is also one of the Brexiteers of the Aslan? week. Aslan, Aslan, Christ. Yeah, and. I've got to say, he went through quite a bit, Aslan, didn't he? He did. He was short of his mane. He was executed. Not short of his mane. Was that with Simon Pegg? <laughs> sure, he, got, he had all his mane shaved off, he didn't did, he? Yeah, yeah. He was executed on the stone table he by the old all, the he? old sort of evil like, witch, wasn't it? Something or the evil like queen yeah. or something, the yeah, ice queen. Yeah, yeah. And now, even worse, he's been compared to Boris Johnson. Oh, no. Because one Boris uh, Backer told the Sunday Telegraph... The era of the Ice Queen is over, the thaw is coming, and Boris looks like Aslan with his new hair. Do you think, then... That it's not really turned out that way, I has mean, it? The, the thinking behind Aslan was that he was he was a Christ-like figure who died to yes. save everyone else. That's right, yeah. So do you think Boris is well, going to die to save us all? I think that's it, isn't it? Die he, on the altar of Because he's sort of returned from... He's going to be returning from the dead, ah. isn't he? And he's going to lead everybody in the last battle. He's going to lead so us all to victory. that Boris is the second coming? It, well, well, there's been... Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> but just imagine how things would have been if, if sort of C.S. Lewis had written this with Boris Johnson as the model for Aslan rather than Christ as the model oh, for yes. Aslan. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, Mister Tumnus would still be in the White Witch's jail on treason charges because he'd have said, "Oh, he's a spy," you know. After all, Mister Tumnus, and then Aslan, of course, would have run off with Missus Beaver. So, oh. Oh. Um, next up is Janet Daly. She is a columnist for the Sunday Telegraph. She She's is. American. She's an American lady. She is. She li- loves to pontificate about Brexit. She does. And how us Remainers are all terrible. Uh, and this oh, week, no. um, she accused Remainers of a systematic campaign of vicious abuse, the vileness and shameless snobbery of which I've never witnessed before. That's what we do mm. on a daily basis. The piece was headlined, The Vile Snobs Who Ignore Leavers Will Answer to an Insulted People. Yes! Uh, and I, it's, that is my favourite headline on a Janet Daly column on, uh, since February, which was the rabid, vindictive rage of Ramona's <laughs> now borders on the pathological. Do you know what? We should have got the Dalek to read these out. We should have done, yeah, yeah. And also in February, she made a spooky, spookily accurate prediction. Yeah. The EU is panicking. Theresa May's paralysis on Brexit could help her triumph. Oh, I mean, yeah, that worked out. So close to vindication. Yeah. Now. Paralysis continues. Runner-up. Top Brexiteer of the week yes. is Craig Hamilton Parker, and he is one of Britain's leading psychics. Yeah, I already knew that. And he is, yeah, as he will have foreseen, he's in this list. I was invited to a psychic night. Well, yeah, go I on. I was told to sort my hair out and come along to a psychic night. A top psychic <laughs> night? Yeah, yeah, I didn't go. Very good. Do you know where else I was invited? Well, wrestling. Wrestling? <laughs> yeah, actual real people wrestling. Real, actual, yeah. it does happen. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go. You didn't go to that either, no. no. Carry on. Uh, Craig Hamilton Parker, now he claims to have foreseen uh, both Brexit and the victory of Trump. Yes, uh, which we'll return to in a minute. So he's a big, big. Uh, he's always in the, the newspapers. He's issued his predictions for 2019 and hard Brexit. It's mm. going to be a hard Brexit. He said, mm. "I've always had a strong connection with Brexit. Yeah. All the way through, I've said it's going to be a hard Brexit, and Ooh. I still feel it will be a hard Brexit. Ouch. And we'll just um, we'll just relive um, his previous predictions. Yes, 2018. Like 
these predictions for this year, I mean, these, these could still happen, couldn't they? Because well, we're, we're not quite we're not at the end of 2018. Yeah, yeah, so this is... Tim Yong-un. Uh, Tim Yong-un? <laughs> is he a golfer? <laughs> Known to his friends. Yeah, he is. That's right. Well, Kim Yong-un's dad was a yeah, yeah, golfer, yeah. wasn't he? He was. He didn't. He, he got round in 18, didn't he? he? Was his free. first ever he attempt. All in one on every <laughs> ever attempt. Didn't he, run, didn't he run 100 metres in eight seconds or something as well? <laughs> he did. What a guy. Do you know Mike Parry from Talk Sports and Sport myself, Radio? Myself and Mike have had telephone conversations. We've had, yes. We, I've had, we've had moments before in the past. You know that he believes that one day the, the 100 metres will be run in one second <laughs> because, because people will develop. People, people will develop at such a... You know, our bodies will, and we'll be able to run the 100 meters in in, in one second. Well, I, I mean, clearly he's dedicated his life to this. It's quite impressive. He, isn't it? Mike could definitely run the 100. He meters also quickly. he also said that you would be able to um, you you would, if you had ejector seats in cars, Formula One cars, you would stop a lot of the accidents. <laughs> oh, what a spectacle! As well. uh, and he also he he also said that. Um, he also said that um, that uh, the Grand National would be how do you know how do we make it safer? Yeah. If you have wing mirrors, just put <laughs> wing mirrors on your harness on your horse. You just stick some mirrors on there. You'd be able to see. It'd be fantastic. Anyway, so anyway, Craig Hamilton Parker, he said uh, in 2018, and it still might happen. King Kim Jong Un is going to be overthrown, and the Euro will collapse completely. Wow, it's going to be a busy few weeks. He said in 2017 there would be a huge fire at Houses of Parliament, oh. and Denmark, Denmark, and Italy would leave the EU. Right. Uh, and in 2016, when he the year that he predicted Trump and Brexit, yeah. he said that uh, he did predict Brexit, but yeah. he said that Boris Johnson would become the Prime Minister. Oh, yeah. And Quite he right. did predict that the Republicans would win the um, election. But he predicted that Donald Trump would stand down and be replaced by Jeb Bush. Right. So not. Uh, it's probably not best not to no. worry about his predictions worry of the hard Brexit. But lost in lost in all of uh, Theresa May's uh, terrible week is is Pretty Patel. Yeah. He was the Brexiteer of the week. Yeah. Congratulations, and Pretty. Only last week we were talking about Pretty Patel, weren't we? Yeah. We were saying yeah. she's got some new specs. Yeah. Very expensive looking horn rim specs. Pretty pretty. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, she's got a new uh, a new advisor. It's James Starkey, yeah. who used yeah. to be Michael. He's left Michael Gove, mm. uh, uh, and he's joined her. Um, she's getting a really high media profile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you know. As they say in the old joke, you f- one pig, and uh, <laughs> and uh, there you go. And uh, and Pretty Patel has ended her own. You know, she launches a comeback, and she's ended her own career uh, marvelously with this amazing call for potential food shortages in Ireland. Where let's uh, face it, a million people died, and a million people had to emigrate during the Great Famine. Uh, and she said that it sh- this should be the, the idea of food shortages should be pressed home during the negotiations. Uh, and as one great son of Irish immigrants might have put it, she's pretty, pretty vacant, and she don't care, and she is the Brexiteer of the week. Congratulations, pretty. Steve, what should the listener do right now? Follow us on your podcatcher of choice. Give us lots of lovely reviews. Subscribe to the New European podcast. Leave lots of stars. You can join the New European uh, Readers Group on Facebook. Uh, do you... they have meats and stuff? Yeah, all kind of meat. Do they have it at a Christmas party then? No, I don't think so. They should. We they could should go along. Do. We could go along. Yeah, sort that out. Um, you could, oh, 
you could no. also go to SteadyHQ.com oh. and support our work, can't you? SteadyHQ.com slash The New European. It's our crowdfunder. Um, the other thing that you can do is follow us on Twitter, at The New European, or you can follow me on Twitter, at Sanglesey, S-A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Porrit, P-O-R-R-I-T-T. That was the New European Podcast, brought to you in association with Progress, the centre-left Labour pressure group, changing Labour policy, stopping a Tory hard Brexit, marching for a people's vote, your remain home in Labour. Join now at prog.rs forward slash join. Once you've done that, go out and buy the paper. The front cover alone is worth the £2.50 that we ask, this measly amount for such a great product. There's lots of politics, lots of Brexit, lots of art, lots of culture. There is tons and tons of stuff. We will be back next week. Until then, Mr. Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.